They say time is a sweet privilege that turns sour. <laughs> Months turn to weeks, weeks turn to days, days turn to hours. So while we're here, here's your flowers. Welcome back, stoners. And this is the second installment of Here's Your Flowers. Now, this is the last time I'm going to explain it. Uh, I had to take off, excuse me, the the last Here's Your Flowers for Alonzo Small, for Zoe. But um, because of, um, you know, personal reasons with the, with the company I go through. But um, we got everything worked out. Uh, I now know what I can and cannot say, what I can talk about and what I can't talk about. And everything has to be clear. That's all it is, stoners. You know me. I just do. But um, the segment is here. This is a new segment added to Stoner Talk. It won't be all just me ranting. <laughs> this is called Here's Your Flowers. And once again, I got this idea from uh, Drink Champs where sometimes it's not enough to know you're loved. Sometimes you need to hear it, you know. So while you're here, I'm going to give you your flowers, you know. The first episode was about my cousin Zoe. I hope y'all enjoyed that. I re-released it. It is now up. Um, This one, though. This one goes to one of my closest, one of my best, one of my realest friends I've ever had in my life. Paul Bickham. A.K.A. King Poe. Hold on, let me light my thing. Cush. Anyway, yeah. Um, I think August eighth was his birthday, so it just passed. You know. Um, and I think he deserves some flowers. You know. I've been knowing this man since I was 12 years old. I am now 38. Um, and, and you know, our origin story, me and Paul's origin story is not like, you know, hey, I'm Lewis. Hey, I'm Paul. Let's go play in the sandbox. No, 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 no. See, while I was in school, he was on the streets. <laughs> yeah. Paul was the type of guy that can come to your home, be the most respectful the most coolest, most laid back person in the world. As soon as he leaves the home and hit that block, aka the street, well, that's when you meet King Poe. We'll get to him later. Let's talk about Paul Bickham for right now. What can what can't I say about Paul? I'm gonna start with this. Paul has taught me so many lessons about how to be a man and he don't even know it you know um Paul Paul came up kind of hard you know what I'm saying Paul was one of them kids that don't get me wrong he had his mom shout out to Priscilla what's going on love but um of course he had his mom you know I'm not really sure of how much his dad was in his life like talking about you know I never really seen him but you know that's neither here nor there but Paul had it rough you know um Paul was not one of them kids that just had. It may have looked like it did. It may have looked like it did. Don't get me wrong. You know, he had the Nintendo 64 with the Dragon Ball Z. He had the fresh gear. You know what I'm saying? He always got money to go somewhere. But 
you know, and this is no disrespect at all to his mother, Drusilla. I know her personally, and I know the, the, the struggle and strive she did to, to raise her son, and she did a great job. But I also want to highlight how many times I've known this man to metaphorically see no food on a stove so he had to go hunt in other words he couldn't just wait around for mom or wait around for big sister shout out Tasha but he had to learn at a very young age I gotta go and get it or it won't be got and that's how he lived his life for a very long time when I first met Paul Paul didn't like me (laughs) can you imagine that yeah but Paul didn't like me um he thought I was, uh, in his words, in his words, you're loud and goofy. <laughs> I was like, all right, well. So, you know, um, our first interaction, um, I met him through Ricky and Chad Ford. That's uh, two partners in Bristol. They're probably going to get a Flowers episode soon. But I met him through them. And, uh, you know, when I first met him, I, I I didn't really know how to, you know, he's he's about the same age as me. I'm he's a couple, a couple years younger. But his voice sounded like he was like Morgan Freeman. He was, he got the deepest voice in the world. He was tall as shit, you know? And and, and when we out there playing with Mighty Morphers and you dig talking about the fresh fit for school, you know what I'm saying? He around the corner by the, I ain't gonna mention the name, but around the corner by the little hot thing house, knocking her down. Then around the corner by the other little hot thing house, knocking her down. You know, he was he was living a grown man's life at a young age, you know. So I didn't really know how to take him, but whatever. So, you know, when we playing football one night with uh, these two guys, I really forget their name. And uh, I'm winning. So, you know, me being in BC fashion, I start getting aggravating. Don't ask me why I sung this. I just did. Every time I scored, and I scored a lot, I sung and I repeat. <laughs> I remember this too. I'm Piccolo from Dragon Ball. My nuts hang low, so I'm Dragon Balls. <laughs> now, I meant to only say it once, and I don't know why, I just did. But then I noticed how aggravating it made Paul. And Paul got so aggravated, he threw the football down and said, you know what? Yeah, you funny, you can sing, but can you run these? And he threw his hands in my face. That was the first valuable lesson that Paul taught me as a young man coming up. See, that's what I, that's what I need y'all to understand. Paul is one of my best, if not my best friend. One, because he has never turned his back on me. And two, I learned so much just from being around him. And that was the first lesson he ever taught me. Don't run your mouth and aggravate people if you can't back it up, don't write a a check with your mouth that your ass can't cash. Respect the fact that you can't win this. So shut up. Sometimes it's better to be quiet and let the let the agony of defeat just sit inside of him. You don't always have to taunt a man. You don't know what that man's going through. See, that's what he taught me from that moment on. Read the room. Watch how people are acting. If they're aggravated and you're aggravating them, then that means you must be ready to deal with what comes or whatever comes. And that was the lesson he taught me from that day on. I don't just go around randomly aggravating people. You know? 
that was lesson one and uh obviously no at that time no i did not put my hands back up i literally turned around went home and went inside the only sucky part about that stoners (laughs) this guy was cool with my uncle and my aunt so when i went in my house to say man fuck you i'm gonna play the game and chill guess who comes strolling right through the door <laughs> to say yo it's all good man I was just tripping dog like da 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 he taught me two lessons right there one you can't always run from your problems sometimes you gotta meet them head on or they will follow you home and two how to be the bigger man because in hindsight, I was wrong, right? But Paul knew he can beat me at the time. Yes, I said at the time, knuckle. <laughs> but Paul knew he can beat me. Now I'm saying he wouldn't have got no stripes off of that. You dig? So off of that alone, I'm guessing. Like, he never told me, but I'm guessing. He said, man, I apologize to that man. He's all good. Don't even worry about it. Two more lessons right there. Three lessons in one day. I saw him no less than a man, no less than a threat, no less than who he was to me at the time when he apologized. It made me think that's cool. If you're in the wrong, then you're in the wrong. You'd be that way sometime. Paul, Paul is one of them guys that I believe he he is the the root to whoever tree he's tied to. In other words, they say you are a tree, right? Tyler Perry, I got this from the Tyler Perry play. Now, I believe it. You are a tree, right? And there are some people that are meant to be around you forever, like the roots. Without them, you die, right? Now, some people, you know what I'm saying, they may, you, it may look like they're strong enough to hold on, you know what I'm saying, to hold you up like a branch. But as soon as you wiggle on out there and, and ask them to support you, they break. And we all know what leaves do. They change with the season. And I believe that Paul is the type of person that is the root to whoever tree he's tied to. You know, he's blessed with a beautiful queen, gorgeous kids, a nice home. God doesn't bless a man that been through what he been through like that if he wasn't pure at heart. In other words, you know, Paul is one of these guys that if it ain't real, it ain't him. Now, I know that sounds cliche coming from a hood guy, whatever have you, right? But Paul, I've seen Paul turn away from year-long best friendships all because the other guy was just not being real. And here's the kill part. It didn't have nothing to do with him. I'm, I'm jumping through stories right now, but there is a situation that happened with me, Paul, and another friend of ours. Um, and he's going to get his own episode as well or whatever, right? And, and and Paul, well, the situation was this. The friend was charging everybody gas who rode with him, right, to, to the job, right? And the thing about it was, though, nobody really thought, said it or, or really thought about it until Paul brought it up. We all lived in Bridge City. We all leave at the same time. We all we all go into the same place. Now we're not saying not help out with gas, but every single time we get in your car, we got to give you gas money. We all stay in the same place. 
another lesson he taught me right there. We was all working at Turfscape and uh and Narco Chemical Plant, right? Now, even though it put a rift between him and, and our friend and, 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 and us and our friend, you know what I'm saying? It was real. It, and then he taught me another lesson, Stoners. It ain't all about you all the time. And just because you're good, that doesn't mean the next person is. If you can, do. Paul had a ride. You know, his girl picked him up every day at three o'clock. Kristen was out there waiting. He ain't had no reason to speak up or say anything. But because he fucked with us, you know what I'm saying? Me and the other, our other uh, co-workers and everything. Just seeing us being done wrong rubbed him the wrong way and he had to say something. Another valuable lesson. If you see a mess, clean it up. If you can. You know? I am so grateful to have a friend like Paul Bickham. And I say, his, I, I give y'all his government name because I want you to know what type of person he is. He is, he is not the person to be in the all in your line, like, but he's also not the person to be all in the background either. He's where you need him to be at all times. There has never been a time I've called Paul right and I needed him for something and he let me down even when I thought he let me down he actually held me down more than anybody else and taught me another lesson story and coming in three two one so I had just broken up with my first baby mom well I didn't do it she broke up with me and in the worst fashion ever right you know and uh, I'm, I'm a weekend and she broke up with me two weeks before Valentine's Day right so I call her one day, you know, feeling in my feelings. And uh, her nigga answered the phone. Well, actually, no, she's answered the phone first. We started talking. We started arguing. Then her nigga get on the phone and say, man, look, you're not going to be arguing with my old lady. Da, 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 da. So once he said his old lady, my heart dropped. My mind went blank. My eyes seemed red. Now, I am far from a gangster stoner. I'm, I'm not that guy. You know what I'm saying? Have I done gangster shit? Of course, but I am far from that, right? At that moment in time, I was ready to do some gangster shit. Now, I only know three people. Okay, stoners? I'm not like a guy that can call every... No, 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 no. I'm talking about I know three people in my life that if I call them and tell them it's up, it's stuck. There is no... All right, man, don't even worry about this. I'm cool. No, 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 no. You, you, you called me? Now, let's go do it. I only know three people like that. Paul is one of them. Now, remember, like I told you earlier, Paul came up hard. He came up way harder than I did, and I live only like four houses down from him. Five houses, whatever. You know, and still to this day, Paul's closet looks like an armory. And he don't have guns because they look good on Instagram because he hasn't posted one. Like I said, if it ain't real, it ain't him. I know for family and loved ones, he will bust his guns. I am family. I am a loved one. Bring, I call him. Yo, I'm crying, sounding like a fucking slave. You don't even know what's going on, man. Right? So I finally calmed down enough to actually tell him what's going on. And I hear this, oh, okay. 
Like he figured something out. So the first thing, my my head, like I said, Stone, I'm ready to kill something. So I said, yo, I need you to come to Bridge City, bring that yapper, you heard me, and we going to where we going to. I ain't gonna mention the place where we were going. And this is where I thought he let me down for the very first time. Paul said, nah, I'm not gonna do that. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna let you chill out for a couple of days and I'm gonna call you back and see how you're doing. I'm gonna check in on you, but you gonna leave that alone. Let that girl live her life. His exact words though was, man, fuck no, sit your stupid ass down. I'm gonna call you back in a couple of days when your ass actually got your head on straight. Click. And he hung up on me. Right? I looked at the phone like, this can't be. My very best friend turns me down and my fucking girl leaves me for a, a rando nigga. So, with no help, I went back inside, cried for a day. The day after that, I went to the studio, you know, and I started living my life. Three days later, I talked to Paul and uh, he asked me one question. He was like, you still ready to go kill something? And I said, Nah, man, I'll be all right. You know, it happens to the best of us, I guess. I started talking to people, and things started being okay. Okay. After a few days, it's only okay. I was with the girl for nine years, but that's not neither here nor there. And Paul said, that's exactly why. I said, no. Because if you was real about it, you'd be still about it. And you don't need to fuck your life up making permanent decisions over some chick that was obviously temporary. And I'm like, yo... He real. Can you imagine if he followed his first instinct? Man, I'm about to go out there and help my partner. Me and him probably would have been locked up, but because he had the foresight to see that I'm just in pain and I'm angry right now, let him simmer, he'll be okay. Another life lesson. No matter how bad things go, take a breath. It'll be okay. Make a decision when you're not angry. You know, and it's like this guy is the type of guy that accepts a daughter that that biologically and only biologically isn't his. And that's the only way you can say that. He loves this girl with with all of his heart. He put forth his daddy foot first with her. And then he had his son. I'm not giving y'all names. Stay out of his business. <laughs> but then he had his son, his pride and joy. You know? And then Christian said, oh, you thought I was over? Hold my beer. Twins. You know, this man is one of those type of guys that he's a Tony Yayo. He's a, a spliff star. You know, he is not a sidekick by any means necessary. But he's the type of person that you want around. You know what I'm saying? You want real. You want a good energy. You want intelligence. You want gangster. What do you want? He embodies all of it. You know, and, and, I just want to personally, Paul, from me to you, bro, I just want to personally let you know that the man you are is appreciated. The man you are is loved. 
And I am so grateful and so glad that I met you, that you helped me correct my weird ways, and that you never, ever, not even once, turned your back on me. When you said you were my friend and you fucked with me, that's exactly what you did. And for that, I am forever grateful and forever in your debt. You're my family. Your family is my family. I pray for y'all. And your nickname suits you. Because, sir, you are a king. And as a king, you deserve flowers. So Paul Bickham, a.k.a. King Poe, here's your flowers, buddy. Spark up for me. Stoners unite. Now, before we go stoners, I just want to, um, a little, a little announcement right fast, a little announcement. Um, they have, everybody asked me about subscriptions and listen, the reason why I do not promote my subscriptions to my podcast is because if you subscribe, great, thank you. But all you're doing is paying for something that I already give away for free. Okay, I'm not like I don't value money. Money, money is not the root of all evil. Okay, but it's only a tool. Now, it depends on what you use that tool for. So I don't. I'm, I'm not going to hound y'all for money. I'm not going to make y'all pay for subscriptions. If you would like to donate because you love my content and you think I helped you or whatever, you cash at me at Stoner Talk. Real simple. Okay, but I am going to start a subscription base and I will be creating. Um, premium content over there that content will be um, only there okay and if you want to listen to it you can pay for it but until I until I actually put forth the effort to it I will never ask y'all to pay for anything if you would like to donate because you enjoy the content I appreciate you but until then your ears and your time is enough payment for the stoner okay I just wanted to say that Thank you. Stoners unite.